Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walcheff, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. We are coming to you live from the London Hotel in West Hollywood. Spark LA, presented by Toast. Toast is a title sponsor of this show. They believe in storytelling. They believe in giving us the opportunity, restaurateurs, to take technology to the next level. We always get to interview the best and the brightest in the hospitality business. We're grateful that you guys are watching the show. Uh, today we have Harold Walters, Shoots Official. You can find Harold at Harold I. Walters on Instagram. You can find Shoots at Shoots.Official on IG. Harold, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Very impressive. You remember all that. I, uh, <laughs> I got very lucky. <laughs> I got very lucky. No, I'm grateful that you're here. Thank you for driving an hour and a half through traffic to come out to this event. Um, you know, it's really cool for me to see Toast investing in in real life events. Um, when restaurant owners get together, I know it's very hard to do. Um, it's a very difficult business, but when we get out of our own restaurant and we talk to other people that are maybe in different concepts or have different scale, we learn a lot of things. So I'm really excited for today's event, but I'm also excited that we get to share it with anybody that, uh, that follows the show. So welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Excited to be here. Where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? Where in the world is my favorite stadium, stage, or venue? Even if I've never been to it? And even if you've never been to it. Where do you want to go? Boston Garden. Boston Garden. Yeah. I'm from LA, but I'm a Celtics fan. Really? Is that possible? Are you allowed to do that? I'm definitely not allowed to do it. <laughs> um, but we're safe here, right? Yeah, this is a safe space. This is, this is a circle of trust. <laughs> right, cool, this is the cool. circle of trust. Okay, well, guess what? So we're going to go to Boston Garden. Turns out we know an incredible company that their, H, their HQ is actually in Boston, and that's Toast. Uh, we're going to convince Toast that the Spark LA event, the Spark event, needs to be put on in Boston Gardens. We're going to get the entire place full yes. with hospitality pros. And what we say is people playing the game within the game people that really want to level up. The Mambas out there, I know that's a Kobe Bryant reference, but yeah. uh, maybe it's a Larry Bird or maybe it's a Paul Pierce, even though that hurts my heart and soul to say. It's okay, I love it's Kobe. Okay. Though, I it's love okay, Kobe, okay, so. we, we got another Kobe fan <laughs> yeah. in here. But we're gonna put you on center court and I want you to tell us Shark Tank style shoots. Tell me the shoot story, two minutes. Wow, okay. Um, I so. need two minutes, you got the whole place, raving fans. <laughs> it's your mic drop moment. All right, so Shoots is three, well, four childhood friends uh, came together. Um, we exist to um, be faithful in all that we do, to welcome people like family and inspire everyone to live their dreams. Um, we are four guys that just met up in a bar, um, had no idea what we were doing, just went off the spirit and said, hey, we want to create something that we believe is going to change the world. And in that, we uh, came up with an Hawaiian concept. It was actually my uh, partner Christian's uh, culinary project um, to do an Hawaiian food project. Um, and from there, I have no food background whatsoever. My three partners do. Um, but my background came from e-commerce. So e-commerce, digital marketing, um, I'm essentially an internet entrepreneur and I saw that there was a big shift from everything that was happening in e-commerce e and digital marketing. All of that was starting to integrate with the restaurant industry as it got digitized more and more. 
and uh, COVID just accelerate that even more. And so all of the information, the knowledge and the technologies that came from um, the those different areas that are much more faster moving than, than the restaurant industry are starting to merge. And I saw that there was a huge opportunity for uh, disruption and also exponential growth in the restaurant industry. And we wanted to bring that to Shoots. And so we opened up Shoots first location in September 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, we did $2 million within our first 12 months and um, out of 600 square feet. And 600 square feet? 600 square feet. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, we, we started with pretty much uh, no money, no funding out of our, out of our pot, or at least no investor outside funding. Um, and yeah, we opened up our other two, lo two more lo new locations last year, um, Long Beach and Ontario. And we have two more in the pipeline this year and we're just looking to continue growing. That's incredible. So you believe in the internet. I've been having this conversation a lot recently is that so many of the people that I talk to when I'm fortunate to go speak on stages, I have people in the audience, restaurant owners, business owners, not just restaurant owners, but business owners, and I ask, do you believe in the internet? And everyone goes, yeah, I believe in the internet. But then once we get deeper into that conversation, the actions do not back up that belief. Mm. They do not have a mobile first website. They do not care about online ordering. They are not posting on social media. As somebody that believes in the internet, when did you have your oh shit internet moment? Oh man, since I made my first money online when I was 15. So like that was what, 2005 or no, 2004 or something like that. So that was the moment where I realized like, wow, like I'm a 14, 15 year old kid in high school and like I can actually generate income. Um, so that was when I just realized that there was a massive um, opportunity, um, but I couldn't fully grasp it back then. So I would say like my moment really, really came when I saw what was happening with the restaurant industry. Like that was when I saw like, wow, like, okay, this can really just make shifts in no matter what industry you're in. Um, and maybe even a little bit before that, like when I jumped into e-commerce, like that was when I, when I saw that like, oh wow, like um, the, the information and the, uh, the ability to run, you know, direct uh, advertising to people, um, the strength of the Facebook pixel, like things like that were where I was like, okay, wow, like, Explain the Facebook pixel for those that are following along that don't know digital marketing the yeah. way that some people do. Yeah, so Facebook pixel is basically a tracking code that is on your website. Um, it can also be used inside of an, uh, an app as well. And what it essentially does is it tracks information um, from users that visit your website and then um, sends that information back to Facebook and basically finds more and more people that are um, a like the person that just went to your website and allows it to find more people. And that's probably like the best example I can give. No, it's a good example. And I think what's exciting for me is to think that here we are in 2023 and we all take for granted the internet. Mm. You know, even myself, there are so many points in my restaurant journey where now the stuff that I do, I even have to stop myself and go, stop doing that. Like you believe in technology, Sean, do not act towards this new technology, the way that people have acted in the past. Yeah. I mean, leaning into our website and figuring out, hey, I need to control our website. I can't go and tell somebody else, hey, please fix my website and wait a week right. for that to get updated. You know, that's why it's so important. Can you talk to me about the digital marketing? What are you bringing to the team that you help, you think has helped the success of your restaurants? Um, 
just collecting data in general like that that was the biggest thing like when we first opened my big focus was in everything that we do we need to collect data so whether it is loyalty program whether it's anytime someone visits our website we have a way for them to submit their information um we also use Ovation inside of the stores. Ovation? Yeah. That's my guy, Zach Oates. Yeah, Zach Oates, yeah. Shout out to Zach. Yeah. Um, well, what is Ovation for those that don't know what Ovation is? Yeah, so Ovation is a basic, uh, uh, real, allows you to get real-time guest feedback from your customers. Um, so we, what we do is we put bag stuffers in all of our, all of our orders um, with a $5 uh, off code for a third party and then a $100 gift card, chance to win $100 gift card for everyone that's in a takeout or dine-in orders. And they can essentially go ahead and leave feedback. Um, and then when they leave feedback, it goes directly to us, which allows us to, yep. one, identify if we need to make any changes or if we need to, and then also be able to communicate with the guests. It's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and then also it increases our reviews, mitigates our bad reviews. Um, so, Anna, that really just summed up a lot of how, what I How to did table. you find Ovation? Because for me, I'm fascinated when I start to talk to restaurant owners about their tech stack. Yeah. Figuring out, like, how did I find out about this stuff? <laughs> how did you guys find out? Um, I first, I was on a podcast. I don't remember what podcast. Was it, it wasn't Zach's? Ovation's it wasn't podcast. Zach's? No, it was, but it's it, a good lead. It's a good lead, Jen. If yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like a, I don't remember who it was, but Ovation sponsored the podcast. Really? Yeah. And so, but I still that, didn't know what it was. Okay. I was just like, okay. And then I went to, I went to an event, I think. Or I just Googled it because yeah. in the digital marketing space before, like local businesses, a lot of them use that type of software yes. to like mitigate bad reviews and things like that. So Ovation was one of the ones that popped up. Huge news, Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants in San Diego and the primary technology partner of so many of the guests that we have on this show have announced they are expanding their business offerings with Google. So now if you search on Google Maps and you sign up for Toast Tables or Toast Waitlist, you will have the opportunity to improve the digital hospitality experience of the guest, allow them to book through the maps into the Toast Reservation system. One of the biggest difficulties that restaurant guests have is when they search for your restaurant and they want a table, they do not have an easy solution to book a table or to get on a wait list. This is huge news for the restaurant industry, huge news for guests and huge news for you, the restaurant owner. Check out Toast Tables today and find out the new integrated solution that they have. This is something that we've wanted for a long time. How do you integrate reservations, wait lists into your point of sale? Toast has done it, check it out. How hard is it to be in business with Friends. <laughs> wow, that's a great question. Um, you're putting me on the spot. I am putting you on the spot. It's only going to go on entrepreneurship. <laughs> millions of people are going to see this. Um, I would say it wasn't that bad for us, but it was a little, it was definitely a learning curve. Yeah. Um, the learning curve in being that um, we don't all think the same, uh, which is okay. Um, but in a, for instance, I'm the only one that has any background with anything in the internet. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, when you're with, with a bunch of restaurateurs, it's kind of like, well, this is what we think works. Like, why would we need to invest in this yes. and that and that? So, um, but as we, as we grow and we just matured and we just learned, I'd say the biggest thing for us was you gotta, 
you got to know what your company stands for. You know, you got to know what your core values are and what your principles are. And that allows us to be grounded in that. And that's what helped us to just continue to, to grow and, and not have to, you know, w there's something bigger than us. So when you go back to the pre planning stages of opening up your restaurant, how did you decide who was going to be your primary technology partner? Um, as far as our tech stack, yeah. you were deciding, okay. Like your point of sale provider. Yeah, so originally we went with Clover. You were originally with Clover, yeah, so you're a switcher. You switch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Why, what happened with Clover? Um, well, when I originally got into this, like I didn't really know who Toast was. Mm -hmm. So like, I just, I had my background, I didn't know anything about the restaurant industry, so like, Clover seemed to be the only thing that like would make sense for us. Yep. Um, and what made the switch to Toast was just a lot of the features that came with Toast. Um, a lot of the data inside of Clover was missing for us. So like, um, there was just certain things like I couldn't see, um, like Toast guest list right now. Yep. It's, a, it's a huge feature. Like, you know, I can actually go in there and see what customers have spent over a certain amount of time. I can see customer lifetime value. Um, I can segment that list. Um, Clover, I wasn't able to do that with Clover, at least at the time. I don't know if you can now. Um, the online ordering platform, even though we probably will be switching soon. Um, yeah, it just had so many more features that were necessary for our tech stack. It was a central piece of our tech stack. It also integrated with a lot of other softwares that we were going to be using, um, like Ovation. Um, so yeah. How do you think about content online for your brand? I think it's huge. I think it's super important. I think we're in the age of, uh, content um content is king i think we're in the information age um and people are shopping with their eyeballs now you know i think if anything everyone should be leveraging content right now every big billion dollar business that you see right now has been built off of well not all of them but a very large amount of them have been built off of people that just built significantly large audiences when did you make a commitment to build your personal brand as well this year. <laughs> uh, well, last year I made the commitment. This year is when I decided to like truly focus on it. It kind of started as a shift of like, uh, at least online. Um, but since last year, it was like, let me go out and start actually, you know, going to more events, connecting with more people, speaking at events, things like that. Um, but last year was when I really like realized like this is where the big shift needs to, needs what, to be. What was the light bulb moment? Um, it was that. It was just seeing like, I look at Kanye West, I look at Kim Kardashian, I look at, um, uh, what's the one that built the, the skincare brand? Kylie, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I've always had, I've always knew that creating, like being, running ads and being able to um, generate money off, of, generate income and generate influence off of just spending money on ads was huge. But I think that there's a, a huge, um, there's a huge advantage to building a, a very large organic audience and it just meshes well with running advertisements, advertisements and paid advertisements. So. Because there's a lot of restaurant owners and our goal with the show is to let 
anybody that's watching understand that your voice matters and we know that you have a brand that you care about and yes making content for your brand is very important but there is another opportunity and that's making personal content about who you are and what you believe in um, there's also opportunity in making b2b content which is why we make content for toast for ovation for seven shifts for so many of the people in our tech stack plus a lot of our partners because we choose to do business with them. If we choose to do business with them, then there should be a story behind it. Yeah. What kind of advice would you have to a restaurant owner that's watching this show that's thinking, well, maybe if I make content for Instagram or who do you, who do, people are gonna make fun of me. Hmm. Um, it really, you, what other people think about you is really not your business. You know, that was a big shift for me is just understanding that like, at the end of the day, if I have purpose in life, and my I'm like my purpose is to inspire people, I want to inspire others. I want people to feel like planet shakers in life, and so if that's my purpose, I'm the only one that's going to be held accountable for it. At the end of all this, I'm the only one that's going to be held accountable for whether or not I live my purpose. So if whatever everyone else thinks, or whatever anyone else wants to tell me about how I should do things, um, I'll, I'll I'll receive it. But at the end of the day. I have to live out my purpose and building and, and being, bringing value to others, telling your story, especially if you have information that can be valuable to others and can shift people's lives, like you got to go out there and do it. And I think the story is so, so important because without a story, at the end of the day, your brand really is just a commodity. Anybody can go ahead and make the same exact thing that you make. There's already people copying shoots and making some of the same menu items that, that never existed before. but. Um, we've made a big shift in deciding to tell stories and put ourselves out there. And if our, if our goal is to inspire people and we want people to live their dreams, then we have to tell the story about where Shoots came from and how we, how we built what we built. Do you consider yourself a curious individual? Say that again? Do you consider yourself to be a curious individual? Curious. Um, yeah, I guess I'd say so. What are you curious about? Um, my mind and other people's potential. What drives you? Hmm. Man, if we're being honest, I gotta be honest. Uh, what drives me? Um, I didn't have the best life growing up. Like I didn't have the uh, the support of of my family. I didn't have. Uh, I was the underdog most of my life, um, and so there's a there's a huge part of me that that really just wants to show up and show out, if I'm being honest. Um, but what really truly drives me is that I wanna inspire people. I wanna inspire people, I want people to know that they can live their dreams no matter, no matter what the experience is. If they, felt, if they were in the same place as me, if they were the underdog or they feel like they can't win um, because everybody else is ahead of them or whatever it is, I want them to know that they always have an opportunity. Do you have any routines that you stick to? Or are you not a routine person? Uh, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've tried. tried. I've tried and then um, uh, just keep going at the end of the day. I have a, I have a, a ultimate goal um, and... What is that ultimate goal? I would love to eventually build a... Um, uh, a private equity firm, yeah. Doing what? Uh, hospitality, restaurant, technology, marketing, um, 
I'm st- it's still, it's still like still working it out. But at the end of the day, like that's, that's what I mean. Like I have the plan and I'm just going to keep going, you know, I'm gonna stay present and just allow whatever opportunities come. Um, because if I, if I try to be too, you know, strict on how I'm going to get there, I feel like I might miss out on the certain things that are just popping out to me. Do you have any mentors? Yes. Give me a story of a mentor, something that they've taught you a lesson that you've learned from one of your mentors. Um, focus, focus. Um, one of my mentors is very, very big on just like, hey, what's that one thing that you are going for right now? Just focus on that thing um, because the grass is always greener on, on the other side and there's always shiny objects and they pop out more and more the more you get exposed. Uh, into you know just different things that you can do um, but just to focus on what's right there in front of you focus on what's on what's on your side of the fence um, and that's how you create something big tell me about the team that you guys are building how do you recruit now um, we are very focused on the who uh, more than anything like if we doesn't matter where we're going if we got the wrong boat we're not going to get there um, so we, like one of the things I'll say is like, whenever we hire someone, we always require that they have a dream. That's a big thing for us. Um, so we ask, always ask that question, like, what's your dream? Like, it doesn't have to be something in the restaurant industry. It doesn't have to be something that is related to shoots, but we need to know that you're driving towards something. Um, and we want to be able to fit within that, um, however possible. So. Uh, right now we're in the space of hiring slow, uh, hiring slow and firing fast. Uh, we've had to definitely uh, remove a, a lot of our team in order to, you know, get where we believe that we're going now. Um, so yeah, that's that's been a big thing for us, just really going off of what our core values are and actually integrating that into the architecture of our business as opposed to just kind of like, hey, this is what we want to do, but it's not actually in the framework. So. What does the term digital hospitality mean to you? Hmm. Um, I would say using, just simply using the tools that are available to us in order to create a better experience for our guests and also our team as well. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean to me that everything needs to be digital. It's just how are we leveraging the tools that are available to us in order to create that experience. What brands do you look up to? Um, Dave's Hot Chicken, uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is huge to me. Um, yeah, that's about like the two ones I can say off the top of my head. Do you ever suffer from imposter syndrome? All the time. <laughs> All the time. What do you do to get through it? Um, I tell myself that when I am letting imposter syndrome get the best of me, that that's when I'm actually being an imposter. Because if I have value to bring to people and I decide to not do it, that's me being an imposter. When you're making the videos that you make for your personal Instagram account, what inspires you to create content? Knowing where I was at and that other people are there too. Where were you at? I was in a place where I felt like I was trapped. I felt like um, 
I felt like I cannot get where I wanted to go unless I had took the traditional route of, you know, getting a, getting a certain job and sticking there and working away up the corporate ladder, getting a degree. Um, I had to really shift my mindset and get exposed to other information out there that just allowed me to realize like, like this, this right now where we're at, like people can really skip the line in a lot of things. Um, Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like you can really skip the line and really get to where you want to go a lot faster, but you just have to have the information. How do you skip the line? Expose yourself. Um, I'm always going to events. I'm always meeting other people, you know, like yourself, learning from others. Um, and also just find like buy a course, find a mentor, like go out there and like, you don't have to go, go get a college degree. Like there's literally people out here that are teaching the information that you need in order to get where you need to go. Um, like I, it's crazy. Like I know restaurant owners now they're like, I want to go to school for digital marketing, but it's like, dude, there's like, there's a book that will teach you everything you need to know yeah. right now that can yeah. probably literally shift your entire business in the course of a month or two if you just read and implement. Yeah, my grandfather taught me to stay curious, to get involved, and then to ask for help. Asking for help was the hardest lesson for me. Yeah. No problem being curious. Anybody that's listening to a podcast, watching this on YouTube, reading the article, you're a curious person, you want to level up. And then you actually have to get involved. Right. You can't just sit and passively listen to a podcast, you actually have to go, oh, he said something really good. I'm gonna go and do that in my business. But then finally you have to ask for help. Right. Are you good at asking for help? Dude, I struggle with that. I was just talking to my wife about this last night. Um, and then the word I use for it is I, I use teachable. Like, cause I think it's one thing to like take information and like, you know, actually use it and listen. But I think it's another thing to be like actively, like that's what teachable means to me, like actively going out and trying to find the information that you need and being willing to like um, even look stupid or look dumb or, or just feel like, just be exposed and be vulnerable. Um, and yeah, that is something I struggle with. I struggle with it because like growing up, I've always had a struggle with value and worth. And so sometimes when you go up and talk to somebody and tell them that you don't know what you're doing, it makes you feel like you're not valuable. Um, but yeah, like it's something I struggle with, but at the end of the day, I look at it as a scale. I don't look at it as like, you're either teachable or you're not teachable. Yeah. You know, you can get better at it. For sure. So every single week on Wednesday and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we meet on the social audio app Clubhouse. It's a digital hospitality room, restaurant owners from all over the world, sales professionals, marketing professionals. It's a place where we get to help each other. So you, the audience, please join us 10 a.m. Wednesdays, Fridays on Clubhouse. Um, every week we do a social shout out. Actually this week I'm gonna give a shout out to the most important person in my life, which is my wife, uh, Rosita Walchef. I love you, thank you for letting me be up here in Los Angeles with the team up here for this Toast event to interview incredible entrepreneurs like this and to my son and my daughter, Colleen and Mila. I love you guys, thank you. It's our Waltreff Wolfpack. Who uh, is going out on Entrepreneur? So many people are gonna be able to hear that. Who on your team would you like to give a shout out to? Just one person? Just one person. Or you can, or you can, or you can give a, a Wolfpack shout out, somebody that's a, that's a family unit if you want. Okay. Um... On my team, I'm, I'm definitely going to give a shout out to all my managers. Um, my managers are, you know, Aaron, Destiny, and Brandon. You guys are killing it. Um, and I'm happy and excited for the growth that you all are going to experience as we continue to grow this brand.
That's awesome. And how's the best way for uh, anybody to connect with you? Uh, Instagram, Harold I. Walters. Um, feel free, DM, reach out. I'm always available. I answer all my messages. And the brands? Shoots Official, uh, Shoots.Official on Instagram. Uh, also own a cookie shop called Sweet G's. So that's us, at SweetG's.OC, um, at Buenos Migos, um, dot official, and at Breezy Experience. Those are our four current restaurants. Serial entrepreneur. I love it, man. If you guys want to get in touch with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N. P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I'm weirdly available. If you know another restaurant influencer, no matter where they are in the world, we want to interview them. Uh, please join us on Clubhouse. It's a great way to interact and to level up. Thank you guys so much. Uh, please keep a lookout for more events that Toast is putting on in a city near you. If you have any questions about Toast, you can hit either one of us up because um, we both use Toast. But uh, we're grateful for them for sponsoring this show. We're grateful for you, the audience, for tuning in every single week. Please share it with a friend. And we will catch you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Restaurant Influencers. The best way that you can help us with the show is to subscribe and write a review. We love the opportunity to connect with you no matter where you are on the globe, no matter what restaurant you are running. Please send us a DM on social at Sean P. Walchef. If you are interested in toast, if you want to improve your digital hospitality, please send me a DM. I will get you in touch with a local toast representative. We appreciate you listening to this show. The best way that you can help the show is share it with a friend and we will catch you all next week or we will see you on one of the digital playgrounds that we call social media.